Welcome to A Higher Future in Healthcare, a special series exploring a growing crisis in healthcare, hiring quality talent to deliver quality care. I'm Ubaldo Siminetti, your host, and I sit down with some of the industry's top voices in hiring and recruiting to dissect one of healthcare's biggest obstacles in the hopes of learning from each other and sharing that information to help us improve how and who we hire so that we can take better care of the communities and the people we serve. with Kip Aiken. Great to meet you. Thanks for coming on the show. How are you? Yeah, I'm great. Thank you. It's a fantastic conference. I appreciate the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, we can talk a little bit about the uh, AAPPR conference in a second. And because it is, I've heard, you know, it's just the community here, especially around recruitment in in healthcare is uh, powerful um, and I think much needed. But talk about you, your position, your organization first. Let's get to know you a little bit. Sure. So I'm Kip Aiken, as you mentioned. I'm the Director of Physician Recruitment at CGH Medical Center in okay. Sterling, Illinois. We're in the northwest corner of Illinois. Okay. Um, local population there is about 15,000 is the population of Sterling, so we're a small town. Uh, we're an independent community hospital. Uh, our goal is to be an independent community hospital for as long as we can. We feel like that's the best way to deliver health care to our patients. So um, I'm kind of unique compared to a lot of the other recruiters that are here who maybe work for big multi-state organizations or multi-hospital organizations. We have really essentially one site, one hospital, one main clinic, and um, in some of the smaller towns around some, some satellite clinics, but we're just a, a one location place. And so how does that impact your recruiting efforts? As far as, you know, are you, are you you still looking all over the U.S. and, you know, having conversations about physicians and their families moving to Sterling? Like, what does that look like? We are looking anywhere where yeah. there is somebody who has a reason to move to Sterling okay. and a reason to stay in Sterling. Those are the two most important criteria that we have. Okay. And that could be a number of things. It could be... Um, the, the, the parents want to raise their children in a small Midwestern town. It could be one of the parents was was raised in a small Midwestern town. It could be they've done all their training in New York City and are just tired of it and want a, a change. So there are a number of reasons why people would want to come to Sterling, but that's our absolute primary reason that we're yeah. looking for to hire somebody. And and what what are some of the obstacles you've run into, particularly? You know, as a uh, you know, because of COVID, for example, like what are some of the things that you're running into right now? Uh, the biggest obstacle is just numbers. You know, yeah. there are over over ninety percent of Americans live in a metropolitan area, whether it's urban or suburban, and mm -hmm. uh, doctors are no different. So, right. so when you, when you're looking at a population of doctors that you're trying to approach, there's a very small percentage of them that are interested in small town living, even though. I was a big town guy and became a small town guy, and right. there are a lot of advantages. That's yeah. a difficult selling point. So that's the the biggest issue, I would say. Okay. Uh, I would say the second biggest relates to getting somebody on site for an interview. Once somebody mm. understands that that they can come visit and they do visit, yeah. they're typically surprised about what the quality of life is like in a smaller town. There are mm -hmm. a lot of misconceptions. So I would say those are two of my larger obstacles. Gotcha. Uh, how do you go about describing that life? You know, what, what have you found to be successful in terms, because I, I imagine there are a lot of healthcare systems who are doing the same thing, right? They're trying to convince people to move, not just themselves, but their entire family to this new place. What have you found to be more, the most successful in terms of communicating what life is like there? Uh, frankly, I tell them my story. I, okay. I, I, I say, you know, I'm a 
guy who was born and raised in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and my yeah. wife was born and raised in St. Louis. We spent the first 10 years of our marriage in the Chicago suburbs. We thought moving to a small town was something we'd do for just a, a brief time. It was going to be a mm -hmm. three or four year thing until our daughter got to an age when she was going to start in, in the education system, and then we moved to uh, another suburban location. Yeah. And lo and behold, four, four years in, the economy went in the tank. My job got eliminated. I said to my wife, I can look for work anywhere. Where do you want to go? She said, you know, it's starting to feel like home. And so here we are 17 years oh, later, amazing. completely ingrained in the community. Yeah. So I share my story because I think it's relevant. I'm, I, I walked a mile in their shoes. I'm asking them to do exactly what I did. Yeah. Give, give, give it a try. Come, come to a small town and see how it works out. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, I can share stories of, of physicians who chose a similar path, who also were not from a small town, but yeah. uh, thought this seemed like a, a good fit for them. Now, are you, uh, are the candidates you're finding, are they, what's kind of the trend line? Are they kind of middle to end of career, like looking for that settle down? Or are you, or are you also getting kind of younger physicians who are looking maybe for the same? We struggle with a younger physician, yeah. uh, especially especially now as I just, in fact, I just came out of a presentation where they're talking about um, details and factors and, and, and uh, attributes of the millennial physician that, sure. are, that are all are graduating. And we're just not particularly attractive to what they're looking for. They want to come out, and one of the things we learned is they want mentors. They want to come and be part of a big mm -hmm. medical staff. Well, we're a small hospital and a small medical staff. They're not going to have a lot of partners to um, either help them with call, which mm -hmm. helps with life life and work balance, sure. uh, and it also prevents them from having like kind of a mentor to run ideas by, you know. Mm -hmm. so. It's, it's a challenge for us to be attractive to the younger physician. So we do find people who maybe um, are, are more mid-career and later who mm -hmm. have maybe had a job or two, realized that you know m maybe where they, they chose isn't the right long-term fit. There are some fundamental things wrong with the organization. It's just not the right fit for them. And then they, then they find us, and they find that things are a little bit different out where we are. Yeah. Are there, have you heard, you know, especially at a conference like this, right, it, it, are there any... Does it spark any ideas for you, like kind of innovative ways to reach a different audience? And, and are you looking for different audiences throughout your recruiting efforts? You know, I'm not really looking for a different audience. I think okay. one of the one of the things that that I learn throughout my career and is reinforced by this conference is that your your culture of your organization and the culture of of where you are located is the culture, and you're not going to change that in a year or two. So if our culture is not really one that is open to sort of what a younger physician is looking for. Mm -hmm. We we can't change who we are in the hopes of attracting that person. Yeah. So I think I think really what gets reinforced at a conference like this is be true to who you are, understand mm -hmm. who you are, and then don't waste your time looking for people who aren't going to fit in well with who you are. Amen to that. Yeah, I completely agree. You know, I, I think because I think what and I think this goes for any organization really is. A lot of times the difficulty comes out of not knowing who you are as an organization and realizing that every company is a different company. You know, I always, the, the, this war on talent conversation just never made sense to me because you, the, the best architect, the top architect, for example, in, in engineering at Google isn't going to be the best architect at Twitter, for example, right? Because it's a different culture. And so I imagine, yeah, absolutely, the same thing applies. And I love that, that, you know, that's a big part of getting to the right people is, first of all, you got to know who you are, define what you're looking for, 
and then put that message out there. And, and I'm going to kind of add on to that. I, yeah. I am blessed with my particular situation that yeah. we're not in a hyper-competitive environment where there are different hospital systems that are constantly vying for patients. Sure. And, I, and I'm not measured on the volume of candidates that I bring in. Right. Uh, I'm really... I'm really measured on the quality of the people that I bring in and, yeah. and what good a fit it is. So it's not like I need to bring in four people a month for an interview to prove to my management that I'm actually doing something. They right. know that I'm doing something and they would much rather me bring them four good candidates a year than four lousy candidates every mm -hmm. month just to prove that I'm doing something. So yeah. that's, again, part of our culture. You know, that just, that's how it affects me personally, though. Well, and there's an intentionality there that I also think, to, to, to your point, you know, uh, a lot of recruiting teams, there's like a, a weird pressure there or, you know, just numbers or goals that don't make sense. Um, but it sounds like you all are really approaching it with intentionality that, that frankly, is needed, you know. And it kind of circles back to what I said at the very beginning. We're looking for somebody who has a reason to come to Sterling yeah. and a reason to stay in Sterling. Yeah. So it does me no good to bring a multitude of candidates who have no reason no. to come other than we have a job and they need a job. No, it has to be deeper than that. For sure. What do you see kind of future future of hiring for healthcare? What do you see in the next few years? Because I feel like, you know, and I talk to a lot of people about kind of in this weird spot right now where we're not quite at the crossroads, but you know, healthcare could go one way or the other at some point in the future. And how do we avoid the, the bad path, if you will? I am by no means an expert in this, you no, know, I, I, absolutely yeah. not. But I, and I'm in the minority in my opinion. But okay. my, my opinion is that healthcare isn't going to change all that much. Okay. I okay. think the, the, the root of healthcare is the relationship between a physician and a patient. Okay. Okay. So maybe, you know, there's going to be more NPs and PAs and less physicians. Fine, we can quibble about definitions, <laughs> right, but, right? But at the end of the day, it's about a relationship between a yeah. physician and a patient, and I think healthcare is always going to be about that relationship. Yeah. Now, will there be more reliance on tele services? Yeah, likely, likely so. So, I, I think technology, as it continues to improve, will of course affect healthcare just like it affects anything. But I don't think the the root thing, that relationship between a physician and a patient, yeah. is really ever going to change. Maybe it's just more about taking that and emphasizing that more in every part of every operation throughout the, the organization, particularly hiring and interviewing. Yes. To pinpoint that because, yeah, I think you're right. It's, it's, it's it, it, we're human. Like, we yes. can't forget that. Yes. You know? and, and sometimes technology will be put in place to replace that humanity that's, to your point, necessary. And I don't think it replaces the humanity. I think it's it not, can. It shouldn't. It, it, it shouldn't. It can. Yeah. And, Hence the humanity. I agree. Totally agree. Right? There should be a, um, a support. It can support and guide people. So again, back this all circles back to the culture <laughs> of an organization. If yeah. the culture of an organization is we want to try to eliminate as many on-site doctors as we can because we're going to replace them with all of this telemedicine. Right. Well, no, it's, that's destined for failure. But if the culture yeah. of the organization is, well, we understand that maybe we're having trouble attracting the volume of physicians that we need to our location, mm -hmm. so we're going to have to expand into alternative ways of providing health care to our patients, but we want to make sure we do it in a way that's going to preserve that relationship between the patient and the physician. Well, now you've set up a, you've set up a recipe for success instead yeah. of a recipe for disaster. Awesome. Well, I can't thank you enough for the conversation, Kip. This has been amazing. Any, any last words of wisdom to throw out there to this 
great community at AAPPR in particular. Words of wisdom. I'm a, <laughs> I am a, I am I am a positive guy by nature, and yeah. and, and I say just be positive. Yeah. Things are going to happen every day that are both good and bad, but your reaction yeah. to them is is what's going to make the day, you know, great or or not so good. I don't tell anybody have a good day. I tell everybody to make it a great day because your yeah. response to the stimuli that you encounter in the day or or what's gonna what's gonna make the difference. Great way to end it. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. My pleasure. A Higher Future in Healthcare is a production of IIA Healthcare, a technology organization powered by the Interview IA interview platform designed to help healthcare organizations hire better. Learn more at www.iiahealthcare.com and in collaboration with AAPPR, the Association for Advancing Physician and Provider Recruitment, the leading authority on physician and provider recruitment and retention. Learn more at www.aappr.org.